0: Hey, uh, three weeks ago, I celebrated 18 years of marriage. Uh, you may, yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Melissa's not here this morning, so I'm going to talk, talk about her. Uh, she knows what I'm going to say, though. She knows what I'm going to say. Uh, I'm still trying to figure things out. <laughs> I mean, I'm 18 years in, and I've learned a lot, uh, but I have a lot left to learn. Uh, Melissa, if you don't know her, she's, she's more of an introvert. Uh, she leans introvert. She leans introvert, uh, which means that she recharges her batteries by, uh, by being alone. Uh, and sometimes, I, like, I want to get up in her grill. <laughs> like, hello. Like, look at me, look at me. And um, so she doesn't like that all the time. Uh, sometimes uh, she likes to be by uh, herself. And for the longest time, I just assumed that that was because she was mad at me. <laughs> like, for about 17 and a half years. And, uh, and come to find out, she just likes to read. Right? She just likes being by herself and recharging her batteries. And, uh, and that's how she does it. But occasionally I'll come up to her and, and I'll feel like in my heart that something isn't quite right. And so I'll be like, uh, hey, Melissa, um, are you, like, are you good? And she'll go, yeah. And I'll be like, like, you're okay. And she's like, yeah. And I'll be like, so, so we're okay. And she'll go, uh, yeah. And I'll be like, so just to make sure we're good. Like we're good. And she'll go, um, yeah, we're, we're good. But if you ask me one more time if we're good, um, we're not going to be good. And I'll be like, Okay, okay, we'll go. And then I'll let her uh, be by herself to recharge her batteries. Uh, but I'm always asking her that question. Hey, are we, are we good? Are we good? Are we good? Have you ever asked that question, with God before? Like, have you ever thought to yourself, with, like with the God of the universe, hey, are, are we good? Right, because sometimes it feels like we're, we're not. Like sometimes in the Christian life, we wrestle with doubt. And, uh, and we do this thing, you know, we, we go to church and we spend time with God's people. And, uh, and, and yet sometimes we walk away and there's like this wrestling in our soul. And we wonder to ourselves, like, are, like, are we good? Like sometimes maybe it's a, it's a sin thing in our hearts. Sometimes it's like a guilt thing. Sometimes it's just a disposition we're just questioning and, and asking. But it's a pretty significant question when you think about it, isn't it? I mean, the answer to that question, are we good with God, is, is quite the question uh, to ask. And I would think that the answer would be uh, quite imperative for you and for me. And so this morning, I want us to think together about how we can know that we're good with God. Um, do you know that, that God wants you and me to know uh, that we're good? In fact, John uh, wrote the book of 1 John uh, so that we might know uh, that we're God's kids. As a matter of fact, if you turn in your Bibles to 1 John chapter 3, uh, John uh, writes these words to uh, this little church 2,000 years ago. He says, By this we shall know that we are of the truth, and reassure our hearts before him. This is First John chapter 3, verse 19. So by this we shall know that we are of the truth and reassure our hearts before him. So God, through John, wants you to know that you're of the truth. In other words, he wants you to know that you know him. And he wants to reassure your heart and mine before him. And so this morning I want us to think together about five places that we can look to uh, to assure our hearts before God. Like how do we know we're good with God? Uh, John begins to tell us in verse 20 of 1 John chapter 3. He says, for, for whenever our heart condemns us, a God is greater than our heart and he knows everything. So if you want to know if you're good with God, uh, John says look to God. Look to God. Because there's times when our hearts uh, condemn us. The, the word there that's used by John means our conscience. Right? There, there's times where our hearts are, are saying or thinking or feeling, wait a second, uh, something's not right. right. Sometimes our hearts feel that way. Sometimes our, our conscience is kind of like sets off an alarm because of something that we've said, done, or thought. Right? Sometimes we feel like something is not good with God because we've sinned. Like we've, we've, we're running from Him. Right? And, and we know it in our heart of hearts that something isn't quite right. But there's other times in life when we may feel guilt for all the wrong reasons. Maybe we feel guilt over something that happened a year ago or 10 years ago or 50 years ago. But we keep bringing it back up, thinking about it, chewing on it. And we're so marked by it that it seems like we're unable to let it go. And when we think about it or are reminded of it, our conscience is pricked in us and our heart condemns us. John writes to the church and says, listen, when your heart condemns you, when your conscience condemns you, remember that God is greater than your heart and he knows everything, right? What he's saying is when you feel like something is wrong between you and God, be careful to trust your feelings, right? We are are a people oftentimes who are driven by our feelings, How we're feeling in the moment can bring us joy or can bring us heartache. It can set our our hearts and our disposition like high. Like we're happy, we're full of joy. And then other times because of our circumstances or because of what we feel in the moment, it comes crashing down. Like how how many of you have been swayed back and forth like a a little boat in the ocean uh, based on how you were feeling in the moment? crazy thing is, is feelings change all the time. I didn't sleep well last night. I had a sick kid that woke me up at 2.45 in the morning. I put him to bed and then the fire alarm started beeping every 30 seconds. It was not a fantastic night for me. I feel different right now than I would have if I slept through the night. I do. I feel better when I'm living on a full stomach instead of an empty one. Like I get hangry when I don't eat. It changes the way that I feel. I feel one way when everything's going my way and stuff is falling in line. I feel another way when I have to get new tires or when the car breaks down or something needs to be fixed in the house right? Feelings come and go. They change all of the time. That's why God calls us to live by faith and not live by feeling, right? So John writes to this little church, and it's saying, when your heart condemns you, just know that God is greater than your heart, right? And he knows everything. He knows everything about you. And he's, not by, he's not surprised by anything, He doesn't have to learn anything about your personality or your personality bent or the things that you like or dislike or the things that you say or do or think. He knows it all already. So you can't catch him off guard. You can't surprise him. You can't shock him with the things that you say or do. He knows already. So so if you're wondering if you're good with God, uh, John says to this little church, check with God. When your heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and He knows everything. The second thing that John points to is obedience. He points to uh, our willingness to follow the commands of the Lord. Verse 21 of First John chapter three says, "Beloved. if our heart does not condemn us, uh, we have confidence before the Lord. John's saying that obedience for the Christian is not a beat down. It's not burdensome. It's not like eating your vegetables or something that we have to do. It's something that we get to do. Like we get to follow after the Lord. We get to know Jesus and he knows us. And we have this relationship with him as we navigate our way uh, through life. But part of that relationship is that we are obedient to his commands. And the, the funniest thing happens when we walk with God and we are obedient to his commands. We experience a confidence before him. Right? You know what it's like when uh, you have rebelled or when you've sinned and you feel guilt. You feel the exact opposite of confidence. You want to run, you want to hide, you're deathly afraid that someone's going to find out. You want to keep things close to the vest. But but when you're obedient, when you walk with the Lord, we have confidence uh, before God. I I read this this past week and I was reminded of the scene from uh, the movie The Wizard of Oz that I watched when I was just a little kid. I remember it because I had nightmares for like seven and a half years that green witch, man, that lady still scares me. There's a scene in the movie, remember, when uh, the Tin Man and the Scarecrow, uh, they come before uh, the, the wizard. And all the lights are, are going off, and uh, they, they walk, and they're going to meet the wizard. And you hear uh, the wizard, who, uh, find, come to find out, is not as scary as they think he is. But he says in his, in his scary voice, step forward, Tin Man. Remember that? And the tin man comes and he is shaking. He is shaking before the wizard. And the wizard says to him, Do you dare come to me and ask for a heart? You clinking, clanking, clattering collection of collagenous junk. Remember that? And he's just shaking in his boots. Do Do you know that that's not the way that we approach the God of the universe? Like we we do not have to shake like a leaf before God. The verse that was read earlier during worship from Hebrews chapter 4 says, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace. And with confidence, Hebrews chapter 10 verse 19 says, we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus Right, so, so we as God's people, when we follow after the Lord, when we're obedient to his commands, we experience freedom. And that freedom produces a confidence in us that we can come before him. Do you want to know if you're good with God? Look to God. Um, ask yourself, how do I view the commands of God? Do I, do I long to follow after God? Right, is, is there joy in doing what he has asked me to, to do? Or does it feel like a beat down. The third thing that John points to is answered prayer. So look to God. Look to obedience. Look to answered prayer. Verse 21 says, Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God and whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and we do what pleases him. And so there's the sense when we walk with God, when we are obedient to his commands, that we can uh, ask things of our heavenly daddy and he delights in giving them to us. Right? This isn't like genie in a bottle. This isn't like just, just like name it and claim it. Like whatever you want, just say it and he'll give it to you if you're his kid. It's not that. But there is this sense of as we walk with uh, the Lord and we grow in our knowledge, in our love, in our affection for him, uh, that we ask things that are pleasing to God. Jesus says in John uh, chapter 5 verse uh, 13, "Whatever you ask in my name, that will I do so that my father may be glorified in the son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments." And so as God's kids, we can come and we can ask of the Lord. We can ask big things we can ask audacious things we can ask of things that make no earthly sense and we can ask for small things and seemingly insignificant things inconsequential things and God is just the kind of God that delights in answering the prayers of his kids I love what uh, pastor, author, teacher Warren Wiersbe said many years ago. He said, when our delight is in the love of God, our desires will be in the will of God. I love that. When our delight is in the law of God, our desires will be in the will of God. So how do you know you're good uh, with God? Well, look to God. Ask yourself, do do, do I long to follow him, to be obedient? Not perfect, but do do I I long to be obedient and follow his uh, word? Is is God the kind of God that answers my prayers? Can I point to times in my life when I've I've prayed and asked my dad for things and he has delighted in giving them uh, to me? And fourth, we look uh, to our love uh, for one another and our faith in Christ. Look at verse 23. It says, and this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he has commanded us. Right? And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and that we love one another just as he has commanded. So John says, do you want to know if you're good with God? Then, then look uh, to faith in his Son, Jesus. Do you believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ. To believe is to trust, it's to rely upon. Um, Everything that Jesus is, that's what it means by in the name of Jesus. The Son talks about the relationship that Jesus had with his Father. Jesus meant Savior. And so John is, is pointing his audience to faith in Jesus, and that faith demonstrates itself in love for one another. Remember what we said about love last week? We said that this kind of love that God has given to us is oftentimes a costly love. Right? So as we love one another uh, within our community, it typically costs us something. It's, it's, not, it's not always easy or cheap. Um, this kind of love also moves. It's filled with action, not just word but deed. And so we want to love people not by simply uh, speaking words but by demonstrating it, by showing uh, it, by showing up in people's hearts and lives. And this love is coupled uh, with truth. We said last week, oftentimes uh, we, people might say, well, I, you know, I, I, love, I love God, but I just don't love his people. Maybe you've heard that before. And, and I, would, I would argue that, that that does not seem to be an option for the people of God. Right? That if we claim that we love God and that we know God, we should love uh, the people of God. The people that are created in his image. The people uh, that he dreamed up. The people that he made and gave intrinsic value and worth to. All right. so, so if we want confidence before the Lord, look to our love for one another. Do we care about one another? Are we walking with one another? Are we investing in one another? Are we giving generously toward uh, one another? How is uh, your love life? How's your love life? Do you look at these people on Sunday morning and think, these are my people. Like, this, this is my family. I love what Wendy said this morning. She said, the first thing she said was, welcome home. Like, welcome home. It's on the sign out there, like, welcome home. We want this to be your home. A place where you are loved and a place where you uh, love others. So maybe you're here this morning and you're wondering, how can I know that I'm good with God? John points uh, so far to four things. He points to God. He points to obedience. He points to answered prayer. He points to our love uh, for one another. And then last, uh, but certainly not least, he points to the work of the Spirit of the living God in us. Verse 24 says, Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the Spirit whom he has given uh, to us. And that great? Whoever keeps his commands abides in God, and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us, by the Spirit whom he has given to us. And so if you look at those in reverse order, God gives to us his Spirit. This is what happens when we believe, when we hear and trust and believe in the gospel. Ephesians chapter 1 says, "...in him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation... And believed in him, we're sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. So so we believe, and God gives to us the gift of his spirit, and his spirit enables us and empowers us uh, to abide in Christ and to obey his commandments. This is, by the way, uh, the work of the Holy Spirit uh, in us. Like, How do you identify the work of the Spirit in uh, your life and in my life? You look to these things that John just mentioned. You look to things like, uh, am, am I confessing Christ as my Savior? Do I believe uh, who He is, who Scripture revealed Him to be? We, we look to the way that we live and our longings and what we desire. And if we desire godly things, that's a, a work of the Spirit of God in us if we love one another it's because the spirit has enabled us and changed us in such a way that we love one another and so even these things that we look to to find assurance before God are things given to us by God it's really beautiful how it works like if you want to be sure of your standing before God look to God like if, if you want to be sure of your standing uh, before God, look to the things that you love, your obedience before him. But the reason that we're obedient and, and follow after God is because God has given to us his spirit. His spirit that gives us power uh, to follow him. The reason that we love one another is because God's spirit has poured the love of God in our hearts uh, to help us love one another. And so, so John wants you and me and us Uh, To know that we are good before God. And the way that he has done it is said to us, look to God. Think about the way that you live, your affections, the things that you desire. Think about ways that God has answered prayers in your life, things that you've asked your Heavenly Father for. Ask yourself, how is my love life? Do I love these people uh, that God has given uh, to us? And then rest in the work of the Spirit in your heart and in your life. As as a church family, I want us uh, to know uh, that we are good before God. And when we know that we are good before God, uh, we can celebrate uh, the good work that God has done in our hearts and in our lives. And this morning, as a church family, uh, we get to do that. Uh, Lucy, I'm going to ask Lucy uh, if she would uh, to come up, uh, has expressed a desire uh, to be baptized. And baptism is a way that God's people um, shout to a watching world that they know Jesus and are trusting in him. And so Lucy is going to share her story with you this morning. Hey, Lucy, how are you? You're the best. Uh, Lucy is going to share her story with you this morning, and then we're going to celebrate together as a church family. Lucy is going to be baptized um, after we, we sing together. And Lucy, I'm really excited because our baptismal is a hot tub. <laughs> it's so awesome. I can hardly wait. And so I'm going to hold the microphone, and you can uh, share your story with God's people, okay? Okay. When I was eight, I realized that I was a sinner, and I- I accepted Jesus into my heart. That same year in school, we were going deep into the book of Philippians when I started thinking more and more about Jesus and the idea of being baptized. We were focusing on Philippians 1-6, and I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. My baptism is a sign of the good work that Jesus has begun in me. Isn't that awesome? Lucy, I am, uh, I am so grateful for the good work that God has begun in you, and I'm so excited to see how he continues uh, to work in your heart and in your life in the days ahead. So I'm going to pray for you, give thanks to God for the work that he's done in you, and then we'll celebrate together and you can be baptized, okay? Deal. All right, would you pray with me? Father God, thank you so much for, uh, for Lucy. Thank you for the good work uh, that you have begun in her. Uh, Lord, thank you for her profession of faith. Uh, for uh, just her willingness and courage to uh, share with us this morning that she loves Jesus and she wants to follow Jesus uh, all of her days. Uh, Lord, I thank you so much for your word. I just was... Um, just so encouraged, even listening to her story, as she pointed back uh, to your word in Philippians chapter one verse six, about the good work that you have begun in us. Thank you for the good work that you 've started in her. I pray that you would fill her heart with strength and courage and remind her uh, that you are just getting started. I pray that your hand would be upon her, that you would grant to her uh, a longing and desire and affection uh, for your son Jesus. And I pray that you would uh, use her in a mighty way uh, to spread the gospel and joy throughout the world. God, we love you. We thank you so much for loving us first. We pray these things in Jesus' name and by your spirit. Amen.